Hello, Joe. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Grave shifters. Grave shifters. Yeah. Switches. Oh yeah. <laughs> Grave switches. I think. There you go. First, um, first day on the job and don't know. Switches. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Grave switches. Writing horrors wrongs. Writing horrors wrongs. So, um, do you, would you like to explain what we're going to do in this podcast? So what we're going to do is we're going to watch horror films, which is a favourite activity of ours anyway. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to talk about them. Okay. For, for both our mums to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. My mum doesn't like horror films. Does she like listening about them? I don't think she's ever done that, no. Okay, well. Just lost a listener. Yeah, there you go. We're down to one. Hi, man. <laughs> We're re-watching some horror films to begin. Hmm. Right, we're doing the classics. Yeah, we want to do some classics. Uh, and then pretty much I think the idea is we're going to just do as we go. So whenever we watch a horror movie, we'll do this. Um because we decided we end we do end up talking about them for ages anyway. Mm-hmm. We're not just gonna talk about the movies and what we like about it. We have got a little format. So we'll choose a different character to kill somebody who wasn't killed. Yeah. We're gonna revive a character, and we're going to recruit someone from something different, a different character from a whole different thing, who we think might improve the film. Okay, right. so we're gonna we're gonna shoot, recruit, and revive. Yeah. Going into the laws uh, a little bit when we say shoot, we're gonna kill someone that didn't or didn't die in the movie. Mm-hmm. So we can't kill anyone that already died because there's no point in that. Yeah. Um, and we have to kill someone even if we don't want to. Yeah. What if everybody dies? If everyone in the movie dies, well, we'll cross that movie when it comes to <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Right. And then recruit um, is bringing someone else in. From another movie, could be a sequel, could be a completely different movie, um, could be a completely different genre. TV show. TV show, any fictional character really, or Mm. real character, real person, why not? Yeah, why not? Any person, real, fictional, dead or alive, we can bring into the movie um, for a purpose. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then revive, it's pretty self-explanatory, someone that died in the movie. We have to bring back. And we're both picking our own, which yeah. we haven't spoken about. And then we have to come to a unanimous decision. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll both put forward our cases. Yeah. And we'll decide after both arguments who wins. Okay, so without further ado, let's shoot, recruit and revive. Our first film was Scream. Classic. A real classic. It is a classic, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> and why did we... Well, I mean, I know why I, I wanted to kind of uh, start with that one. It's, you... just, it's just one of my absolute favourites. Yeah. It's kind of one of the first horror movies that I actually remember watching um, and really enjoying. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not it's not kind of an out-and-out horror. Uh, there are other elements to it as well which yeah. make it interesting and... Uh, make it a bit, bit more watchable, I suppose, if you're, like, younger. Yeah. Um, and watching it again just now, it kind of does stand the test of time, doesn't it? It does, it really does. I, it was like, the fir- I think it was the first horror film I ever saw because my brother was studying it for film studies and my mum said, whatever happens, don't let 
your sister see any of this film. Don't let her watch it. And then he was like, fine, I won't. But then he showed me just all the killing scenes. Perfect. Yeah. And I loved it. So you skipped out on all the, all the respite, really. Yeah. Um, so you just had like 15 minutes of, of pure gore. Yeah, I found it quite traumatising. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, at the end, we're going to find a couple of reviews um, that kind of go against how we feel about the movie mm-hmm. um, to see if they can convince us otherwise. Should we give a brief overview of the plot for anyone who hasn't seen Scream? Because I know Mum hasn't. <laughs> yes, okay, fine. It's essentially a bunch of teenagers... Um, getting stabbed up by a guy in a mask face. Sorry, we definitely school. should have said that there are spoilers. There are spoilers. <laughs> there are spoilers. There are spoilers. <laughs> like like this that. Is, uh, this is a spoiler. Um, I mean... Spoiler city. If y- either, yeah. You either have to have already watched it or have no intention of watching it. Yeah, we are going to give everything away about the movie that we're talking about. Um, so if you, if you want to watch the movie, don't listen to this first. Um... Go and watch the movie and then come back. Um, that's probably going to be the best way, isn't it? Yeah. So, do you want to go first and um, say who in this movie, um, you, you know, you'd what like we, to... What are we starting with? Well, should we do Shoot, Recruit, Revive? Shoot, Recruit, fine, yes. Okay, so, I mean, if you'd like to give a, a brief thing about who your character is and what they do in the movie. Um, right. And why you want to So, who am I going to shoot? Yeah, you're going to That's what you're asking me. That's what I'm asking. I would... It's di- it is difficult because not that many people survive, really. Yeah. But I love most everyone who survives. Yeah. The only person I think I would... Oh, no. I've just realised. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but you've you've written notes down and you're going to have to go there. <laughs> well, I, oh, yeah, I think he is dead by the end of the film. Oh, that's really stupid. Okay, I had, I had written down <laughs> Billy. He's who... dead. He got shot in the head. <laughs> he got shot in the head, Lara. <laughs> you... I have, a, I have a second. <laughs> he got shot about uh, twice before that. He got stabbed up, but then he got shot in the right. head. He's yeah. so dead. Okay. Yeah, I, I. So yeah. that's where you got to shoot. <laughs> the first podcast, you're. Shooting a dead man. Yeah. I just what really was? don't like him. But he's dead, so it's But fine. he's dead, yeah. Okay. I mean, um, is anyone else you can think of on the spot? Yeah, I have a second option. I wrote one down. Okay, that's um, good. I have the girls in the bathroom. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Um, and if, would you like to kind of explain? Uh, so, yeah, there's a scene where Sydney, the main girl, she's in the bathroom and... There are girls in the toilets talking about her and her mum. And they're just really, really horrible. Um, they're like classic mean girls. Well, one of them's less horrible than the other one, so maybe just the cheerleader one. Yeah. She can die. Yeah, the other one was cool and pathetic. Yeah, it was, was a weird friendship, but I think the cheerleader was just, yeah. She, if anyone deserved it, it would have been her. Yeah. So you can carefully take that bullet out of the dead body <laughs> that you've just... Uh, Dan and you're going to shoot her in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, a really good one. Um, he's had a rocky start there. <laughs> but um, that's, a, that's a really good Thanks. one. Yeah, because she did deserve it. She's a bitch. She did. Um, I'm going to shoot the sheriff. Oh. 
The I'm old not, sheriff. The old sheriff. Right. Not Dewey. No. The reason why I'm going to shoot the sheriff is twofold. Um, he's useless as both a sheriff and um, a character in the movie. Um, he doesn't do any good sheriffing mm. or policing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't um, like uncover any mysteries. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't so help solve the, the murders no, at all. That's true. And he's never on hand at the scene. He gets, just gets Dewey uh, to follow around like the number one target, which does seem a bit pie-offish. Pie and uh, just like you know, <laughs> you just you just go follow the one person like that they'd been trying to kill all the time, and I'm gonna try and quit smoking back at the. Oh, I was gonna ask you about that. Right, that's what he was saying. He was trying to quit smoking. Yeah. I thought that Dewey was saying, "I thought you quit, like the police." Uh, no, that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that would be a weird thing to include. <laughs> well. And a weird time to quit as the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe we, before the movie, we should make sure that you've, we've both watched the movie and, and understood it in the same way. Because <laughs> uh, you might have some crazy subplots going on with you. Um, mm. Changing personnel in the police department. Yeah. Um, but either way, even if he didn't quit, he might as well have. He might as well have, because he yeah. was a useless piece of shit. Did he even turn up at the end? No, I didn't. I, didn't, I think he said, good job, Dewey, and patted him. <laughs> As he, he was stabbed in the back as he was getting launched into the ambulance on a stretcher. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he did pretty much fuck all. Yeah. Um, and so as a sheriff and also as a, as a character, he doesn't add anything to the movie. Like, if he's not in the movie, is the movie any different? Yeah, that's true. I would say no. Yeah. The only thing that he does do is he provides that great visual joke where he's having the cigarette yeah. and Dewey is, is counterparting yeah. it with, with licking his ice cream. So he'd have to die after that scene. Well, I think even that's, that scene kind of does work even without him. You know, like... <laughs> Dewey eating an ice cream. Well, no, imagine Dewey going, going outside the police station and there could just be like a random couple... Of, he's in the smoking area, right? right? And there's a couple of random people smoking, and he just lifts up his ice cream and licks it. Yeah. So he doesn't need a name, or he doesn't need to be a real character, this sheriff. No. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Useless. So, um, let's go on to... So we'll shoot recruit. Um, Recruit, yeah. Is recruit next. Mm -hmm. Right, this is weak. This is pretty weak from me. But I just can't think of... Am I going first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, my mind goes blank when I try and think about anyone who's not in that film. So this is really... Right, okay. This is pretty weak. Okay. But it's just my first try. I'm, I'm sure it must be stronger than Shin and Deadman. <laughs> so I had Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo. Interesting, there is a link between Yeah, I know, that's well. why yeah. I think I... That's why my brain could just about stretch to Scooby-Doo. Okay. Because, yeah, they want the killer guy. He's shaggy, right? Yeah. So yeah, so he, Shaggy's already in it. And then I just, the only criticism I would have really of anyone's actions in Scream is that like no one just tries to take the mask off at any point. Uh, apart from in the first scene? Yeah, but she's dead. She dies. And, you, and we don't see, like it just, she's dead. If somebody who could survive would have done it. Like, when would Sydney. they have done that? Sydney had so much chance. When? Just, she never tried. Well, the, when she was actually getting in a real physical fight with them both, they were both unmasked anyway. Yeah, but the, basically, I just think they would have found out who the killer... Obviously, they would have found out who they were. 
And Sydney then could have saved her self from sleeping with him if she'd unmasked him sooner. And Scooby is really good at unmasking people. Oh, okay. That's my logic. Yeah, that is quite, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you bring in the hit Scooby or, you know, so part of the Scooby gang, yeah. they are renowned for unmasking. Yeah. The masked. They get to the, they know what the game is. You've yeah. got a masked killer. Take the mask off. Take the mask off, yeah. Find her is and you'll, you'll, it'll stop from there. Yeah. Yeah, I th I'd say that's actually, um, that's pretty sound logic. Thank you. Yeah, well done. <laughs> um... Who I'd like to recruit? Yeah, you know? I would like to know that. So um, I would like to recruit. Um, it is also linked to the movie. Um, Billy says at one point, Billy's the, the, one of the the, um, the murderers that is um, Sydney's boyfriend. Yeah, not Shaggy. Um, not Shaggy. One. Billy says at one point, it's like Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs, where she keeps having flashbacks of her dead father. Mm. Um, and I actually would like to bring into the movie, Clarice Starling from Silence of the Lambs, who was played by Jodie Foster. Um, and the reason for that is, even though his, his motive was a good one, Billy's, mm. um, you know, in terms of the movie, mm. it was, as in it made sense, yeah. the motive, it was, I think, just a little bit of counselling. Yeah. Could have helped that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he, it wasn't the most traumatic... Uh, turn of events to turn him into a, a mass murderer. No. That's quite a stretch. Uh, and um, they kind of even make fun of Matthew Lillard's character, um, Stu. He, like, he just is, is, is kind of following his best friend around, really. Yeah, he's um, under peer pressure. Yeah, so... I respect I, that. That's why I like him. Yeah, but and I He's like, but the other one, Billy, he's... he's a freak all the way through. It's really obvious. I know, and that's like a Part red herring. Red, yeah. red herring. <laughs> red herring. Yeah. Like a double bluff or whatever it is. He's obviously the murderer. He acts so weird the whole time. Yeah, he does. Um, but I, I honestly think um, just with a little counselling session mm -hmm. um, with Jodie Foster or Clarice Starlin um, would have done him the world. Right, is she a counsellor? She's a psychiatrist, yeah. Smart, I like that. She's a psychiatrist. She, she's, okay, she goes and sees Hannibal Lecter. Oh. And the idea is that she's help, She's talking to him to help understand him, to help That's catch a, really good a one. new killer. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's good because there's the link there that they talk about it in the movie. Yeah. Obviously, they talk about a lot of movies. But she does. She, she's known to talk to serial killers. Um, so she could have spoken to Billy, obviously, hopefully before he became a serial killer, mm -hmm. and nip that one in the bud because yeah. it could have been avoided. I think. Hundred percent. It he he wasn't really really fucked up. Well, he was, but the um, the catalyst was fairly weak. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? If everyone yeah. whose parents got divorced uh, went around murdering everyone, um, there wouldn't be many people no, around. Chaos. It would be carnage. Yeah. So that's my. That's my recruit. I like that. That's clever. Yeah, we could have had it all avoided. But yeah, we wouldn't have had it but then it wouldn't have been a good film. Yeah, exactly. Would but have been quite boring. Uh, yeah. Just like a Goodwill Hunting type of <laughs> <laughs> drama. Yeah, like when they're stabbing each other at the end, um, so that they look like they they're innocent and they're not um, mm. the killers. You just that is pretty fucking fucked up, isn't it? I like that bit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's good. It's good in the movie. It's but so stupid. But yeah, that it's it's quite messed up, and that's when I thought, 
these guys need a psychiatrist. Yeah. Moving on to our last one. Yes. Uh, who have you got to revive? Mm, okay. So I think I know who you fixed. Well, I've taken a little bit of a liberty. Um, in what way? <laughs> well, I've, list, I've listed a few. Well, you listed a few. No, I ha well, because firstly, I do think there should be just justice for Drew. Yeah. But also, it's a really good scene. Yeah. But it's horrible. Yeah. So I, in theory, I would like to save her. Also, her parents. It's horrible. The whole thing. Yeah, it's quite, it's a really effective opening, quite traumatic. Mm -hmm. To be calling out for your mum and watching her go in the house. And yeah, getting your, no, it's what, I don't even want to think about it. Um, so she is kind of one, but she's not really one. Okay, well... But I just wanted to say that I wish that she didn't die. You just wanted to give a notable mention? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and then I can't decide between these two. I mean, I think I can. I think I know who you think I'm... No, I don't know who you think I think. Anyway, I'm going to say... My, I'm going to make a choice, an executive decision. My choice is Tatum. Right, okay. Is that who you thought I was going to say? Well, no, I thought you were going to go for the uncredited person. Yeah, no, I thought you... That was, my, sec that was my second choice. Okay, well, why are you going for Tatum? I'm going for Tatum because I, like, I really like her character. Mm. And... Uh, I don't think she deserved to die. She's like the only one. Well, pretty much everybody that died. Oh, I had another one as well, the cameraman. Lara, <laughs> do you know, know the game? You pick one. You yeah. don't just mention everyone that died and say, I wish I didn't that they but didn't I wish die. That I pretty much do wish that everybody didn't die. Well, that's a different... That's a, you can t discuss that in your own time. <laughs> You've got one person... All right, Tate, I'm going to go stick with Tatum because... First of all, she was going to get him a beer, and I don't know which one. Do you reckon it was her boyfriend that killed her? Um, it's a horrible way to go. I hate that scene. So I would like to never see that again. Yeah. And it's just like, I liked how, I liked her sass. And also she's got the big boobs and the blonde hair. I guess that's what they're going for. Yeah. And that's why she died. Hmm. But... She's a good character, I liked her. Yeah. Um, and also, no, this is my main reason. Mm. There's not really any just, like, no one really talk, like, you have Sydney look at her body and run away. But uh, apart from that, nobody really acknowledges her death. Yeah. She's just a bit forgotten. Yeah. And I think that's unfair. Yeah. She's a real big character at the start. Yeah, well, I, um, I agree with you. You won't be surprised that I have got one of the people that you mentioned. You mentioned <laughs> everyone in the fucking movie. <laughs> Um, so I also chose Tatum, um, but you did give me a massive hint that you were choosing um, the principal. You should just go with the gut, don't try and choose different from me. Well no, I was going to go for this and then when, I, when, I, when you kind of basically half told me that you're going for the principal, I didn't realise you were just going to list everyone in the movie. I thought, you, I, I thought you would save the principal, you loved him. Yeah, he's hilarious, um, <laughs> but my reasons for saving Tatum are similar to yours. She was going to get everyone a beer. Yeah. She's going to get beers for everyone. Yeah. But that, she shouldn't be punished for that. No. I think that's just pretty much the best thing you can do for someone is go and get them loads of beer. Especially when it's your stupid rubbish boyfriend who's just demanded that you go and get him a beer. Yeah. Um, so that is just very unfair out and out. But um, slightly different to you. Um, she didn't... One of my reasons is she didn't break any of the rules. Well, she was blonde and booby. She was blonde and booby, but she didn't have, to us, 
nothing that we saw. She didn't get drunk. Mm. And she didn't have sex. And she didn't say she'll be back. True. So I think um, she was blonde and booby, but in a way, she would have been quite a cool final girl um, because she was kind of like subtly not doing any of the rules. Whereas like with um, Sydney, um, I'm not saying I wanted her to die, but with Sydney, we we saw her break one of those big rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was quite a big point in the movie. Yeah. Um, whereas in... It would have been quite. It would have been quite interesting. This character Tatum, she subtly just doesn't break any of the rules, mm-hmm. and so she could actually um, have have got herself, you know, as yeah. a final girl, and then say Sydney gets killed off upstairs, yeah. and then all of a sudden we're in a different type. Of, we're in. Mm-hmm. It I would switches. like that. Yeah, she's ballsy. I liked how she was. Yeah. Not, not really afraid. Yeah, she was. She was so ballsy. She didn't actually um, get murdered directly no. by the. Um, by the murder, she put herself in the yeah. in the cat flap, um, which then got raised by the garage, um, the auto garage thing by the killer. Yeah. Um, and what did she do? Break her neck? Smash her head? I don't want to think about that. I don't yeah. know. She died. She did die. <laughs> she did die definitely. Horribly. Um, so there are shoot recruiter revives. Mm-hmm. Um, also, imagine the rest of the franchise. Sorry, if she was the main survivor. That'd be great because the way Rose McGowan is now, I'm pretty sure she's got a shaved head and she looks really cool. She could have really developed into an old she would have been like She'd be like Jamie Lee Curtis's in the new Halloweens. Yeah. But younger. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, I would have liked that. It would have been a, it would have been a really interesting way but to... But I do like Neve Campbell. Um, yeah, me yeah. too. Um, but she's very serious. I mean, she's got a lot on her plate, but she's serious like the whole time. She is serious. Uh, but I mean, obviously, she's doing with a lot. Now we're going to go to our reviews. Wait, what? Do we not have to decide on the... Are we oh, going to do course. that later? Or are we going to do that now? Yeah, let's, um, well, let's decide. So who? Right. So out of um, shooting... Um, who, did, who did you actually say? This cheerleader in the bathroom. Okay, yeah. Um... Do you know what? I think she deserves it more. Yeah, I agree. I'm sticking to my guns. Yeah, so um, the sheriff was useless. But he didn't deserve to die. But he didn't deserve to die. No. Um, as much as the cheerleader. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's give it to the cheerleader. Fine. <laughs> and I would give it to you. I agree. A counsellor would be better than a dog. <laughs> yeah, you think um, Clarice Starling would have been ha- more handy in that situation than Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll take that. Yeah. Okay, so um, we recruit Khalees Starling, we shoot the cheerleader, and we both said the same person revived. We're both so, saving Tatum. So there's not really much to say about no, that. No, nothing to say. She's revived, and um, looking forward to the next four sequels with, with um, Tatum as the, as the lead girl. Yeah. So um, let's go to our reviews now. Obviously, we like the movie, so we've tried to find reviews that kind of... Um, go against that opinion. Mm-hmm. Would you like to read your first one? This one, I just thought, like you said, we're trying to learn why why we love it and some people hate it. Mm. We're trying to learn something. So I thought this person, they have, this person does have a bit of a message for us. Okay, I'm looking forward to hearing it. <laughs> so it's a one-star review out of 10. Yeah. And they say that it's probably the most harmful and irresponsible movie ever. Okay, it's a bold statement to start yeah, out with. Yeah, they say, this is hands down the worst movie I've ever seen. 
I only sat all the way through because I, kept, I only sat all the way through <laughs> because I kept hoping that there'd be something redeeming at the end, something to justify the intense violence and sick humor in quote marks. There was nothing. The ending left me cold and feeling sick. Perhaps that's what Wes Craven wanted. <laughs> to all the people that loved this movie, that's us, you really need to ask yourselves what you loved about it. You need to think about it very carefully and do some serious soul searching. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've had a mirror held in front of my <laughs> face. This person said they actually felt violated after watching it. And it's one of the few movies they've actually regretted watching. Uh, rebellious youth will flock to it. They do, and he succeeds, not caring who he's harming, as long as he's getting rich. That's practically the definition of evil, if you ask me. Okay. To Wes Craven, shame on you. Wow. Then they do also add, maybe I'm just some old-fashioned backwards moron who's really uncool and beyond all hope. <laughs> but will somebody please explain to me what's so entertaining about watching young people getting graphically hacked to pieces by a knife-wielding maniac? I mean, it doesn't sound like that person is necessarily a fan of horror movies. No, I did think that. And also, this review was left in 1999. I hope they haven't watched a horror film since. Because they would not be happy. Yeah, like, it's nothing like, you know, the gore porn of... of the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're looking at um, the Saw movies and stuff yeah. like that, you're going to get... You're getting way more... Yeah, this um, is pretty tame. Yeah. And, There's, like, every other bad review was pretty much saying the opposite, that it was too... That it wasn't scary. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a lot of that. This one. The headline is, Did anyone buy the resolution to this plot? The motives were lame and the bloodshed senseless. Two obvious idiots running around unnoticed in bizarre get-ups <laughs> as if they had some sort of paranormal ability, killing at will and never getting seen or caught, who in the end not only have to explain the whole plot to the last victim, victim in brackets, actually more cliche than cliche, <laughs> <laughs> it requires a whole new word, um, which they haven't come up with in this review. Um, but stab each other, in brackets, this is their alibi, before killing her. Come on. <laughs> that is a fair point, to be fair. They could have killed her first. Goes on to say, come on, even my six-year-old was scared until the end. When she pronounced the whole thing stupid. <laughs> Why so were this they person, that? Yeah. <laughs> so you might not find it scary, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's probably too much for a six-year-old. Definitely too much for a six-year-old. Uh, that's what kind of really drew me in with this That's review. what's concerning the person who wrote my review. Impressionable youth. Yeah, but th th I think they sound like they're more worried about the youth out there watching it. This guy is showing it to the youth yeah. inside his own house, or her house. Yeah. Um, I reckon it's a dad. <laughs> well... I, I, I couldn't say for sure, but it's, it's certainly... I, I certainly wouldn't show it to any six-year-old. It's bad parenting. Um, it is still an 18. It's an 18. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think it does warrant the... the um, as we did say, it's not the goriest movie in the world, but as you say, like, um, having someone getting, getting stabbed to death while trying to scream for their mum yeah. as the mum's walking in the house um, so close, so far, and then getting hung by a tree, their gut's falling out. Yeah. When I say I was traumatised as a child, I was probably 12. Yeah, so you had, you were twice as old it's as twice this person. Twice the person that child was. Twice the person, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, but for all that we know, this could have like had some sort of crazy effect on this person. Yeah. It could be like Lara Croft running around now. This person, like, I've, I've seen death since I was six. Um, <laughs> Is that Lara Croft's backstory? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But... Um, What's really funny about this is the next line um, then goes to say, I realised this movie was geared toward teenagers. Um, so you realise that it's made for teenagers and you've just shown it to your six-year-old. Yeah. Um, that's a bit backwards. Um, I realised this movie was geared toward teenagers struggling with attention deficit disorder <laughs> or crack addiction. <laughs> which is very interesting. <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's a niche market. Yeah, very. So I mean, imagine that in the like in the in the pitch in the at the movie <laughs> studio. Like, who's this aimed towards? I think uh, teenagers with crack addiction. Yeah. Like, what, what's that? Less. It's got to be less than one percent of the population. Um, but it made a lot of money, so they must think a lot of people are on crack. Um, but they say, I, I realize this movie is geared towards teenagers struggling with attention deficit disorder or a crack addiction but even they must have some standards <laughs> green 2 was funny enough to be almost enjoyable plus they hired a couple of professional actors <laughs> now <laughs> some of those actors in that in screen one are obviously very big um yeah do barrymore new campbell courtney Cox at the time was on like the biggest tv show yeah. ever um but what does make me laugh about this is that they gave it three out of five but two out of ten. <laughs> Which that makes yeah. Absolutely, like that really is quite. A three impressive. out of five is surely. Three out of five is not it's bad. A six out of ten. Yeah, well, mathematically that's mathematically exactly what it is. six out of ten. <laughs> but they've given it a two out of ten. Right. But a three out of five. Mm. Um, obviously, they they hold those um, those the, the the ten stars in a higher regard. Um, very odd. Um, but that's my that's my first one. What's your second one? I like that. Um, I have a few. Okay. Well, you know we can. This is a complete bonus. It's one out of ten, and the title is unsuccessful. Okay. Yeah. And they Very just say books. the worst movie in history. I would expect teens or children to see it as beautiful. Okay. Right. That is weird. I feel sorry every second of my life. <laughs> <laughs> The story is ridiculous. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I feel and sorry. Three out of is that to do with the movie? Or I don't know. It did make me worried about this person. And three out of 13 people found that helpful. Brilliant. Yeah. I would expect teens or children to see it as beautiful. But it made them very, very sorry for the rest of their life. They feel sorry every second. Oh, well. Yeah. You're forgiven. It's a bad review. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that your second one? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this one is a bit long. The tagline is, I screamed all right. <laughs> and then in, in, at the bottom is, just underneath, I screamed because of how bad a movie this is. <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. We'll start with Wes Craven. The guy made one good movie in his whole career, A Nightmare on Elm Street. And even that could have been twice as good as it is. This guy does like maths, you'll see it in a bit. <laughs> this is just more generic crap from the Craven factory. <laughs> I've never visited, but it does sound, it sounds, it would be probably very terrifying in a, in a theme park. Yeah. Um, second, 
So that's him done. <laughs> <laughs> Second, the writer, Kevin Williamson. I think that's his name. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up either because he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> the movie starts with a carbon copy of the opening of When a Stranger Calls. Get this. Which was 50 times scarier than everything <laughs> Williamson and Craven did put together twice. <laughs> 50 times scarier. 50 times scarier than everything Williamson and Craven put together twice. Twice, okay. So 100 times. So 100 times right. scarier, yeah. Yeah. But no, 50 times twice. <laughs> then we get into the actual movie, which is just constant references to other horror films. My main gripe with this movie is not the writing or the directing, but they're the first two things he slayed. <laughs> but the characters, all of them, we literally have no reason to care about any of them. Rose McGowan is nice to look at, but that's as far as it goes. Oh. But the worst is the actual killer himself. I know they're trying to break the invincible horror movie killer cliche intentionally, but they went way too far. This guy falls over at the drop of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of being totally indestructible, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I can't even that. Instead of being totally indestructible, he's just playing clumsy, <laughs> which I don't kind of disagree with, but it's funny. And why on earth was he dressed up in this disguise while at the grocery store in broad daylight? I did think that. Though, which is a fair. good point. No one noticed. And when the identity of the killer is finally revealed. It's really no shock, considering he did absolutely nothing for the whole film. Don't know what that means, really. Not to mention that he has no motive except for some little soap opera bullcrap that we're just supposed to believe. It doesn't come as any type of shock at all. Is this movie horror or comedy? It tries to be both, but never goes far enough in either direction and just ends up being neither funny nor frightening. Williamson and Craven think that referencing great horror movies means that theirs will be great too. All that did was remind me of how awesome a movie like Halloween is and how pathetic this tripe is. But the worst come out of this movie, I think the, I thought the worst thing was the characters. <laughs> <laughs> so he says that he doesn't like the director. He says, I don't like the director and the writer, but actually they're not even bad. Oh, they're fine. I don't have a problem with them. I've got a problem with the characters. But I do have a big problem with the writer and director. And the, so the characters aren't the worst. This is the worst thing, apparently. But the worst come out of this movie is actually its influence on other horror films to come. The fresh teen cast. <laughs> which I honestly... I don't know what that means. <laughs> the fresh teen cast. Does that mean... Uh, for me, that suggests they're all 13 years old. <laughs> which they're not. <laughs> teenagers really and Drew Barrymore was like a hot thing at the time that's why it was such a clever thing to put her yeah, in there kill her off. to put her on the front cover and have her like she was a main person but to get killed off after 10 minutes um, well basically on the first scene but the fresh teen cast he's got a problem with all featured on the cover art in the same exact fashion as this movie if you're ever at the video store this must have been written a long time ago and see a box cover that mimics that of a Screams cover just walk away <laughs> Walk away. Because honestly, what Scream influenced movie was even halfway decent? <laughs> None. His answer to that. And then he ends it with saying, Scream is anti-horror. It's everything that a horror movie should not be. Fresh teen cast. <laughs> <laughs> he hates the fresh teen cast. 
Which we honestly got no idea on that. Bright cinematography. Interesting uh, note there. Clumsy slash harmless killer. He's <laughs> definitely not, not harmless. He's not harmless. He does murder about six people. Um, clumsy, but he's not harmless. No. He, he is clumsy. I yeah. like that he's clumsy. Yeah, it kind of makes it, it works, but he's not harmless. He literally, he stabs himself. Um, fast cut, cut editing, forgettable action movie score. Uh, action movie yeah. score. References to other horror movies. Too much comedy. Too much comedy. He, it was too funny. <laughs> but also it wasn't funny at all. But it was, it was too much comedy, but it doesn't, it went, didn't go far enough in the comedy. <laughs> Uh, unbelievable sequences which kind of sounds like a compliment (laughs) (laughs) characters that we have no reason to care for and to top it all off it spawned countless imitators that were even worse do yourself a favour don't watch this watch something great instead like Rosemary's Baby oh it's a really random contrasting film yeah very very different yeah um, if you're like I'm in the mood for a slash movie it's like no let's watch Roman Polanski's Roman Roman's Baby <laughs> like, oh, it's, well, it's not kind of what I wanted to do tonight um, but yeah I like that one hmm. I've got a couple more okay this one is I only enjoyed really because there's just one line in it but the caption is excuse me and they say I can't believe some of the people that said this movie was good and so many people gave it a 10 this movie was awful it's a typical slasher movie. A guy calls a girl and asks her. <laughs> <laughs> was her favourite movie? Yeah. No. <laughs> this was that movie. <laughs> it's a typical screen movie. <laughs> typical slasher movie. A guy calls a girl and asks her what's her favourite scary movie. She hangs up on him and then her parents find her. <laughs> Parents find her dead, hung up in a tree, covered with blood. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is terrible. If you don't like it, you'll certainly be laughing most of the way through. I asked every friend. <laughs> <laughs> I asked <laughs> every friend I hang out with regularly. <laughs> Brackets. <laughs> <laughs> About ten people. <laughs> oh, someone's doing well. <laughs> they all agreed this was the single lamest movie they had ever seen. Oh god. Oh well, that was a good one. Yeah, ten friends, ten whole friends, and yeah. they all hated it. And you got any more? No, that's it. I've got one more. What do you all see in it? It's just another pathetic, in brackets, horror movie. <laughs> Just more slashing, thrashing, slicing, dicing, etc. That's all been done to death. And I don't think that even that was part. <laughs> That's a good part. Yeah. Neve Campbell stars as our heroine. This is the line that really got me. An extremely nerdy girl <laughs> with extremely large breasts. <laughs> She's not running around like with, um, I, I honestly don't, I'm not going to comment on the size of Neve Campbell's breasts, but in terms of the, in terms of the movie, yeah. they don't put her in like booby outfits. No, she's time. not, that's Rose McGowan. Yeah. Yeah. That, that her, she's the booby friend. Yeah. But Neve Campbell is not in all the booby outfits. Um, 
it's certainly nothing that I've ever picked up on. I've watched the movie quite a few times. She's definitely not a nerd. And she's not an extremely nerdy girl. She's like she's like a shoe-in at the party. Yeah, it takes two seconds for her to get convinced to go to a party. The night yeah. after she was... She's getting begged she, to go to a party. And they attempted... She, she was nearly killed. If you think and about, she goes to a party the next day. Think about like Superbad and my friends at school. Yeah. Like we'd have to kind of beg to get invited to a party. And when she was getting off the school bus, everyone was like, bye, Sydney, yeah. see you tomorrow. Bye, Sydney, love you, Sydney, bye. Um, so <laughs> she's definitely not portrayed as an early girl. No. And there's definitely no... She doesn't even wear glasses. Yeah, or a ponytail. No. Or eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Or overalls. Yeah. Well, anyway, he says she's an extremely nerdy girl with extremely large breasts. <laughs> she pretty much runs around screaming, scared she's going to die. <laughs> Which obviously, uh, anyone. It would, would be, be fair enough, but I don't really think that's true. No, um, I don't think she does do that. But it's funny that this person thinks mm. so. And this is supposed to be a parody in inverted comments, if I'm not mistaken. I give it a two. Because the first ten minutes were pretty good. The girl grabs a knife, runs out the back door. Drew Barrymore gets disempowered. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that she uh, refers, well, him or her refers to Drew Barrymore as the girl uh, <laughs> in the first part yeah. of the sentence. And then, <laughs> just a separate comment, Drew Barrymore gets disempowered as if they have, might have thought that the person to go out the back door was a different person to yeah. Drew Barrymore. And then it just cut, cut scene, and now we get to Drew Barrymore's getting this about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I give it a two because the first 10 minutes are pretty good. Girl grabs a knife, runs out the back door. I don't know why I think that makes a good movie. <laughs> uh, girl grabs a knife, runs out the back door. Drew Barrymore gets disemboweled. <laughs> different from the rest of the movie. <laughs> I different mean, person. Yeah, different person. I mean, I've never, I've never watched a, a horror movie and go, do you know what? I just want to see that same death over and over again. <laughs> or um, well, just the aftermath. Yeah, or two scenes. He might see house. it. Um, the one, the one scene with the girl that grabs the knife, and the second scene with the with Drew Barrymore. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's the end of um, that review. Yeah. Um, and do you have anything else that you want to say about Scream? No, I don't think so. No, uh, I don't think I've got anything else either. It's great. I think it's great. Yeah, we think it's great. Um, I don't think there's really actually any wrongs to be righted. No, those reviews certainly haven't convinced me. No. That um, it's a bad movie. I still think it's a great movie. And yeah, it's just a classic. It is. It's great. And I can't wait to watch the, the other ones. No, me neither. Um, we'll definitely do another podcast on them. Yeah. So do you want to say goodbye to my mum? Yeah, goodbye. See you soon. Thanks, mum. Um, <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Are you still listening? Probably not. Yeah, and do you want to say see you next time on the uh, Name of Our Podcast? Because I can't remember it again. Uh, yes, we'll see you next time on Grave Switches. Grave Switches. Grave Switches.